The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who going this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Ashford Sports Talk. It is a Thursday morning. We are live. Uh, 888-346-9144. I say the number fast, but you got it by heart. That's the number to call in if you want to join the show. Jeremy Lache is in the building. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you too, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit under the weather right now. I'm so. always under the weather, but go ahead. I'll let you tell your story. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I just woke up. You know what I got a problem with? Go ahead. Let Interrupting me know. people. <laughs> you do have a problem with that. So you know what? Today I'm not putting up with, with those antics today. I'm not putting up with your shenanigans. I got a big problem. Big words. Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not going to put up with your shenanigans today. But So you dressed up and got an interview. You want to use big words today? No, nah, it's, it's nothing like that, oh, man. man. I just want to just want to go out and meet people. You know, I figure yeah. I dress nice today. Networking. Definitely. Where are you going? Uh, Tempe. That's not telling me anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going down to ASU campus. I'm uh, got an old friend of mine. My and niece is down there. I don't, don't want no trouble. No, nah, man. Nah, I, man. Tell her to hook me up with a swipe at a for lunch or something, man. A swipe? That. What's that? Yeah, at the cafeterias or something. You know where you go and swipe your card. And I gave you some Zete. How Zete has? Oh, all you can eat. Yeah, I remember you know, that in college. That yeah, exactly. So you know, I'm going down there to meet with a uh, ASU grab uh, one athletic um, guys. Uh, so we just got to sit down. I was going to go to the game with him tonight, but I just passed on it. I don't want to sit in that Arizona heat around 630. It says it's supposed to be about 100 degrees by the time kickoff starts. So what? Starts. Tailgate first. You'll never feel it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> You'll never feel it. Tailgate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was supposed to go down there too. Uh, Kirk, Kirk Blakeney uh, offered me some tickets, but I can't make it tonight, unfortunately. Or oh, I would have went because I like the uh, tailgating at ASU. College tailgating, man, it's, yeah. it's it's better than it's better than pro. A lot of things are better than pro. Right. Um, okay. So that's where you're gonna be tonight. I mean, um, today. Yeah, that's why I'll be today for a few hours, and, and then I'm out of there enjoying the rest of my Thursday. Uh, you know, probably going somewhere else, watching a game, and uh, you know, Washington football. and the Giants. Yep. Yep. Uh, hopefully. You got anybody in this um, for your fantasy? Um, yeah, I picked up. Um, I got Kirk Cousins. He's oh, he's about to clean up. He's about yeah. to kill. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the Giants got a defense. It's just their offense put them behind the eight ball. So. That's, that's very true. Their defense does come to play every Sunday. But I think uh, Washington's offense is going. I think the game is it's at New York. I think it's it's, uh, it's on. Uh, it's in Washington. If it, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I heard a great stat. What's that? It, whoever loses tonight going to one and three. One and three, you have a 14% chance statistically to get into the playoff. One and two, you have a thirty-seven percent chance, or yeah. or two and two. 
37% chance. Are both of these teams 0-1 thus far in, the, in their own division? No, I think um, – Because I know Washington I think both the of them are 1-2. and yeah, overall, I'm talking oh, in the division because oh, okay, this is a division game, you know? Yeah, it's, and this, this is NFC too. East, too. It counts as two games, win or lose. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now, we'll get a little bit more into that game, but one of the things that first things I wanted to talk about, and this is not <clears throat> this is not news, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it, was Jameis Winston. And we're going to be in and out on this. So we, we'll, I'll bring it up. Mm-hmm. We'll give our opinions and comments, and this is the opinionated show. Try to bring some facts to it. What's his name? Not James Winston, but uh, hold on, Al. Put that right there. Oh, who's the quarter? Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow said it's time for Jameis Winston to grow up. Now, ninety-nine percent of the world, and you just got included to the ninety-nine percent because at first you thought, no, he don't need to grow up. Yeah. Agrees with him. I would ask Tim Tebow, where did you grow up? When did you grow up? Who helped you along the way in your growth? Because before you start out loud publicizing what he needs to do, and we can see from Jameis Winston's his actions that, yeah, he definitely needs to grow up. You're a quarterback. You're 6'5", or whatever you are, you're very much noticeable. Why would you, when you see what's going on at the next level of your profession or, or your game, why would you put yourself in so many situations? I understand being a kid, mm-hmm. but most times we're not afforded to be kids. We can't be kids. Right. We have to grow up a lot quicker. Uh, you see, you see. I, I tell you this: in my community, you see sisters taking care of their older sisters taking care of their younger sisters too so they've taught to be mothers and learn how to be mothers and then you wonder why at 17 18 they have kids that's what they know and that and and that's not a rare case or incident james winston is the face of the florida state football team and this guy also plays baseball he's a relief pitcher in a base on a baseball team i hear you tim tebow he needs to grow up but i will ask tim tebow when did you grow up? Where did you grow up? And who was a part of your growth? I've always said most athletic programs don't care anything about these students. They just get them out of trouble so they can play the game and make that athletic department or possibly win the national championship more successful. What would you have? What comment would you make towards that? Tim Tebow saying what he said. Now he's a hundred percent right. Yeah. Or oh, he's not a nine percent right. Yeah. But because you was on the other side of the fence about a week and a half ago. Yeah, I was. Until, you, until you thought about it. Yeah, I was. So I went home, you know, really thought about it and thought about, um, you know, when coaches always say, you know, when you become a starter, um, no matter if you're a freshman or senior, there's a maturity level that you have to take upon yourself. And knowing that people around your area um, and as long and along with your family's name, that's always going to be with you. That's always going to stick with you. So you represent not only the community, the school, but your family as well. And with your name in the spotlight, um, you know, you got to come with some type of maturity level. And so going on with what Tim Tebow has said, um, I agree with him, of course. He's 100% right. And I think he has a right to speak up. This guy is a multinational champion. He had doubters. He had um, a lot of issues where he could have just 
folded up and said, um, you know what, I'm listening. I can listen to everybody else. I should go out and be the big head star that I can be because all the publicity that I'm taking. Um, but no, he he matured through those steps. He was a what true freshman when they uh, won their first national championship. He came on the field. He was uh, backing up an All American and Chris Leak. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he was getting his reps and he was getting his twenty fifteen to twenty plays. Yeah, but he had Percy Harvin. He had guys like that. But he also. When the ball was on the 15-yard line, that's when he would come in. I thought Chris Lee was pretty good. I thought he was real good. But I always say that next level is you have to have some type of talent, some exceptional talent. And that red zone area is very critical in the college game. Right. Because in college more often – I seen more three and outs, four and outs, four downs mm-hmm. with defensive stands in the mm-hmm. red zone in college than anything, than high school even. You can see that now in Geno Smith. His red zone from, from right. his red zone was horrific. Yeah, absolutely. In, in the field, he was out, he was outstanding, and and that's why I didn't. If if I bash Gino a little too hard, I'm apologizing to Gino right now because I think I I think I thought I said it was morning uh, Marty Morningwig. He didn't trust him. He didn't trust him in the Green Bay game when I think it was Green Bay when he called a timeout. He threw a touchdown, so he called right. timeout. He had four seconds on the clock. That's a lot of time uh, to a veteran quarterback. That's eight seconds. Right. Gino, I could see coaches panic. Not coaches, but Marty panning, panicking. Mm-hmm. When you, you got to start, go through the. If you're gonna make him the starter, if he's the starter, and you're gonna roll with him, Michael Vick is sitting on the sideline. And I was too quick to. I was being a fan of. I was being a fanatic. I'm like, when you gonna put Mar- well, Michael Vick in? When put Michael Vick in. But if you're gonna let Geno Smith grow, then those are situations you let him grow through. Exactly. That's adversity. Yes. So red zone and. Tim Tebow, when he came in the game and what he could say about Jameis Winston, he was a red zone guy for a while. Then he became the starting quarterback because mm-hmm. Chris Leak was the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was very successful in the red zone. And that led up to the next year with him winning the Heisman because of what he did previously. Right. I always thought the Heisman was a joke. I think you should. it's a year-to-year thing. I think they accumulate the years you've been playing, your successful, your resume. What, have you, what he did in the red zone prior to, was outstanding, but he didn't get him down there. Chris well, Lee got him down there. Yeah, well, it was, it was kind of kind of a combination of both. So I, I so I to asked. me and my it was a combination of both. But I mean, Tim Tebow he fought he fought through a lot of adversity. He'd been the college football player. He's been the young Heisman Trophy winner. So he knows he understands more than anybody. At during his time, there was no other cameras around. There was no Johnny Menzel's and Jameis Winston. It was just Tim Tebow everywhere you go. And he put on an exceptional show. He was still putting on uh well he scored fifty touchdowns his sophomore year to win the Heisman. And he his maturity level was is was on point. Yeah, he had knuckleheads around the locker room, I think, with Riley uh Riley Cooper and Aaron Hernandez, Mr. Shoot 'em up himself and he was still, you know, maturing through that. What do you think time. about uh, somebody like Charlie Ward? There wasn't tons of Cameron, but he brought that attention to Florida State. Charlie right. Ward was he was the guy, but he went on to play basketball. So I I, I, mm-hmm. I go back to my initial question: Where did you grow up? Who helped you grow up? And when did you grow up? They 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 are from two different worlds. Now, to be great, you have to go through some adversity. Right. To have some type of Drive and determination You have to Which is the same thing You have to Go through some type of adversity Or have it put In front of you Or how you get over those hurdles 
And that takes you. That's why I say football is the greatest game ever. Although I'm a huge golf fan because you somewhat sometimes doing it alone. Now, I think having a great caddy, I think we, we I've argued this uh, point on the show. Having a great caddy, that's your teammate. Mm-hmm. That guy goes out and do it. And I know some caddies. I know some caddies on tour. That is your teammate. That is the guy. You go out there and hit those shots because, okay, you're Tiger Woods. You've been hitting those shots since you were three and a half years old. Right. You was groomed and bred for this. You was, If you will, you was born to do this. Your dad put you in these situations, so that's what you know. That's why you know how to f- you know how to fix a golf swing because that's all you've been doing is swinging golf clubs. Now with this, with with a, a uh, Jameis Winston, yeah, you're supposed to grow up on this situation. Tim Tebow, you're supposed to grow up in certain situations. Everybody, everybody has to be, have some type of adversity to overcome a whole lot of, to overcome. So you you know your worth, or you know what you're capable of and able to do in situations. Is my point. So I, I, I'm i 100% or 99% agreeing with Tim Tebow. He needs to grow up because I know what his future can be or what it won't be mm-hmm. because how they're going to look at him and perceive him. There's going to be some stereotyping. There's going to be some prejudice. It's going to be like, I'm not taking a chance on you. You just went from the first pick in the first round right. to the 10th, which is not bad, or maybe the 15th. Oh, that's a lot money. of money that's gone. That's a lot of money gone. That's a lot of money. It's, it's, it's bad in a way. Ask uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Exactly. Uh, Teddy, yeah, <laughs> Teddy, yeah, that's a lot of money gone. You went from possibly being talked You went from being talked about heavenly as the first pick in the draft to the last pick in the first round. That's a lot of money gone. Yeah. And it was not, and you looking, and that's because people judging you, they have opinions about you. I don't remember Teddy Bridgewater getting in trouble at Louisville. I don't remember him doing, saying and doing any James Winston's craziness. But because we have to evaluate, he has a he has a pro date. It doesn't look good. Right. We forget about all the things he did on the field. I don't believe in the 40s. I don't believe in pro dates. I wouldn't do a pro date uh, knowing what I know now. Mm-hmm. You watch my game film. If you're going to test me more, you're only going to get one thing. You're not gonna get me at the combine because that benefits you. That's that's more money you can market to get everybody in Indy uh, for the combine, Lucas Oil Stadium. Mm-hmm. You gonna get me at my pro day where I'm comfortable? Why would you go somewhere when you can control this whole situation and be uncomfortable? All right. Do what I I, I commend Johnny Manziel how he did his. He came out with he came out with music. He came out with. Who he going He told you who he was gonna be, and now all of a sudden you didn't believe it, and he's still doing what he's doing, and now you mad at him. He already told you who he was gonna be. He came out to. He, Drake was with him. Mm-hmm. He came out in helmets and shoulder pads because that's how you gonna play the game. I was thumbs up with that. Yeah. I said it's gonna be in and out of this conversation. Let's get out of it. Unless you got one more thing to no, say. No, I ain't got nothing else to say. Uh, just. I know Tim Tebow, you know, he fought through adversity as well and not maybe not as much, definitely not as much as what Jameis Winston is about to go through or what he has been through thus far. But at the same time, I mean, he's right. It's time for him to mature. Everyone else is telling him as well. So I'm, I, I'm out of it. I'm ready to move I was, uh, I said I was off him. <clears throat> I said I was off him. So you done with uh, Winston? I want to be, but it's hard mm-hmm. for me to, uh, it's hard for me to, not understand. You can't even have the cause and effects. You can't separate those. They're calling this kid the next Ryan Leaf already. See, that's crazy. That is crazy. You you putting the title on him. Now, he know he's better than Ryan Leaf. We know who Ryan Leaf is. Right. 
So now you're giving him something else to think about. And you know who's doing this? Somebody who cannot play the position. Somebody who can't even hold a candle <laughs> who's never played at that level he's playing at. I'm not saying you never play football, you never play right. any sport, because right. I know guys play other sports at a high level. They could talk about what we did. They could talk about football because they played at a high level. They know what it takes to get there. Right. But there's somebody who never played the game that's quick to judge. And I think I'm quick to judge a lot of people, but then I look back. And I, and I've, I think I've learned also to say, wait, let me get the full story. But we do a sports show, and it's up to the minute. And it's up to the minute stuff, so we have to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let me talk about one of your favorite rappers, and and we'll uh, move Come on, on to. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Who, Wiz Khalifa who did getting divorced. Oh, Why would you yeah. marry her anyway? Why not? Why not? Why would you? She been making money since she was eighteen. He's been making his money since he made. He been a millionaire with not a record label. That was an idiotic move to sign to a record label. He was independent. He made money off the internet, hey, like Soldier Boy. Comes with fame. <laughs> Comes, comes with, with shame. <laughs> comes with fortunes. Amber Rose. Amber Rose. No way in the world would Amber I Rose is, marry. She, she's a beast. I don't. I, I mean, I don't know her personally. I don't know her um, outside of what I see um, from her doing interviews and. But what you see that says that say he's crazy not to. <laughs> this is the game, baby. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm trying to help you out right here. Young fella, 1990. Oh, <laughs> I won't say it. Amber Rose, she's a, she's a beautiful human being. No, she's not. Her eyes are pretty. What? Her legs are pretty. Oh, my goodness. See, you go on the outside, people. That's why you going to get old. What do you mean? She got a, I mean, uh, yeah, on the outside, she, she's top notch. No, she's not. No, she's not. You kidding? <laughs> she's top notch on the outside. On the inside, I don't know her person, so I wouldn't I wouldn't judge. Ain't so. you the same guy that got dumped? Uh, you know. <laughs> oh man, I was like thirteen. <laughs> get out of here! You the same guy that got dumped? Get, yeah, when I was thirteen years old, she yeah. had a baby, and then it's, well, they had one or two kids, just one. And then it's time to get divorced. Yeah, well, they Wiz, yeah. I need to get some of that change off you. That's why, and honestly, I think it's better for Wiz. Wiz Khalifa is bigger than Amber Rose. <laughs> right now, he is. She, she about to make yeah. more money than him. No way. Yeah. They, I'm pretty sure they, yeah, they got to sign. Prenup. She want full custody of their baby. How you how you do that? You want full custody of something you did together? Um, mm. she just want to touch that money. That's and, all. and guess what? She getting divorced. What's that? L.A. Hmm. It's a lot of it's a lot of. <laughs> L.A. L.A. is pretty crowded. She getting divorced in L.A. for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get divorced in L.A., Nevada, or Texas. 888-346-9144. Come on, support talk. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to get off Amber Rose because Wiz is too. <laughs> we out. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. 
Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. But tonight, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my penis. What's up with the Welcome back to the Kwame Lasso, the Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. Should I say that before? Yeah. They got to listen. Yeah, they got to listen. Yeah, pick their listen. Yeah. yeah. All right. I agree. You, um, I can't believe you said it, but I'm broke. I'm going to move on to it. I'm going to move on. Yeah, let's move on. I'm going to move on to... Charges will not be <laughs> found against uh, Tony Stewart. He would not face any charges in in uh, the death of uh, remember the guy got out the car Kevin yeah, Ward absolutely yep Kevin Ward Jr. Mm-hmm. and they said it was rec- here's why or oh, here's to my understanding why because of the recklessness of Kevin Ward getting out his car and having a high toxin of marijuana in his system wow marijuana don't make you do crazy stuff like that. It doesn't. I don't smoke. I don't. I've never been high, so I, I guess I can't. I guess I can't accurately speak on that. What right. about you? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Ward got out his car. He got out his car, ranting and raving because I think he and Tony Stewart bumped cars a couple times around the track, and Kevin Tony Stewart was. Getting ready. He was trying to get back into the NASCAR. He was trying right. to get back ready. So he was a practice round. I don't know what he's practice not a practice round, but he was practice getting his skills back or his drive back, if you will, on that track. I don't know why he would do it on the dirt track. But I guess it was something he wanted to do, something he did. They bumping cars on that track. Kevin Ward gets out, points his finger, gets in the way. What they're saying is Tony Stewart. Swerve, swerve into. I'm not laughing, y'all. Mm-hmm. He swerved into it, mm-hmm. and and hit him, kills him, and there will be no charges faced stemming from the death of Kevin Ward because of the recklessness of Kevin Ward and high, high. What I'm, which word I'm looking for? I need a, I need an easy word. Oh, high toxins of marijuana in his system, in Kevin Ward's system. That is. That's I, 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 wow! I'm surprised. I'm I'm shocked. Um, yeah. Once drugs is in your system, um, you can't really yeah you can't do charges when you have, you know, alcohol drugs, that's found in your system. Good luck with pressing charges. I mean, because then that's going to be the fault because you did put illegal toxins in your body, and. Then when the outcome comes, you know, you just you, you, you lend yourself. Yeah, you, yeah, you putting yourself out there. So that's manslaughter in the second degree and, and criminal <clears throat> neglect, negligence, homicides were the charges that was submitted to the grand jury. But the the family of Kevin Wilson, they're going to fight it all the way through. A civil suit. Okay. It's kind of like uh, let me go to OJ. Not guilty uh, in the court of law, which took how long did that thing? Eighteen months or twenty something months? Yeah, the highest highest. Amount of money that 
Los Angeles, California, mm-hmm. spin on trying O.J. Simpson, the highest so far that I know of, that I remember. So his family, he's off, he's guilt, not guilty on manslaughter or he's not guilty on first-degree murder. But how are you able to sue somebody in a civil suit because of the negligence, I guess it was, mm-hmm. of the incident and you being a part of it? You, anybody can get sued in a civil suit. Right. So now his family's going after him in a civil suit, which is, which is crazy because this can't be about money. He's not going to jail. You're just trying to take this. This is finance now. Yeah. It's, it's, You're just trying to get some money out the deal. Did you um, hear? And let me back up a taste, and you can answer that to that, uh, that comment. Jameis Winston's the girl who's allegedly the girl who was uh, involved in this uh, alleged rape case. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, again, they want $7 million. Where, where is he going to get $7 million? He's a sophomore in, high, in college. Where is he? How you come up with that number? How have you come up to being about money and not putting him in jail? Ball game. Exactly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even about to touch into that. Well, but... This Kevin Ward situation, I mean, it, it, see, I would have thought, you know, he would have had to face some charges. Tony Stewart had to face some type of charge because he was his car was part of the act, and, you know, that that's his response. I'm pretty sure you got to sign some type of agreement um, with that car beating your, in your name or, or whatnot, and maybe he could have got charged as using that as a weapon or, you know, like accidental, uh, what's the word? Well, just accidental like u- usage and that 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 car became a weapon because they tell yeah. the family saying it became a weapon because he swerved into him exactly and and Tony's saying he's tried to avoid him exactly and my, that's just like being in a in a knife fight or something you it, know it, somebody well, pulls out a knife and then you accidentally stumble and fall on a knife and, and yeah exactly that's and that's, then that's whoever knife that is they're getting charged for it right. exactly it's manslaughter so. What they say up until the impact, it wasn't no, the video didn't show that he was trying to be negligent with the car. But it still happened. Yeah, That's right. my thing. The action still occurred. So, I mean, I I understand why, you know, they're taking, taking it to court and trying to press charges. Uh, I thought he would have got charged, but. He's getting off because, because of the, the, toxic, the intoxication report yeah. has marijuana. His, so what? He could have smoked marijuana the, the day before. Exactly. Maybe well, five days. He could have smoked five days before. Five days before he could have smoked. I'm pretty marijuana. sure he didn't smoke marijuana before. He <clears throat> no, he would be got crazy. in the car. He would be crazy. And then get out the car and all the actions that he did. Now I do say he did put himself out there in risk of. But here's the reports also. It was enough in his system to impair his judgment and his judgment of getting out the car. To impair his judgment. To impair his, uh, yeah. Oh, it was enough on the Enough list. in his system. Like, you got enough, you got too much alcohol, and you, you have no clear judgment or understanding. Right. But he has he had enough marijuana. So maybe, I don't know. You got that much in you, and you ain't smoked that day? Okay. Or maybe you bought, you smoke all the time, and it's just in you? Because it stays into you. Unless you have a low body fat, right. it stays in you for about 30 days. Right. If you don't work out vigorously and sweat and, and do the training that athletes do, mm-hmm. it stays in your system for 30 days if you're not on that type of regimen. Right. Here's a quote from the uh, family. Our son got out of his car doing caution when the race was suspended. All the other vehicles were reducing speed and not accelerating except for Stewart. 
who intentionally tried to imitate Kevin by accelerating and sliding his car towards him, causing a tragedy. The focus should be on the actions of Mr. Stewart. This matter is not at rest, and we will pursue all remedies and fairness to Kevin, end quote. So the next thing, not guilty and all that, mm-hmm. manslaughter, negligence, not mm-hmm. guilty. So the next thing is a civil suit. Mm. That's it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's it. Interesting. I want to see how this turns out, honestly. Well, yeah. We talked about it when it charged. I mean, I'm still. I had so many. Uh, you, you thought he would get charged on this? Yeah, I definitely did. Like jail or ban? Um. Because Kevin Stu- yeah, cause Tony, Tony Stewart or. has a, uh, he's a hothead, if you will. He He's he's a uh, <laughs> uh, world be free. Not world be free, but metal world peace. Right. He, he's that guy. He's he's a tempered guy. Um, and that was, that's his M.O. in the world of racing. I could he, see him trying to, yeah, definitely. I see him try to intimidate a lot of guys on the NASCAR. I don't know how they do that. These, so I these know guys if you so see small, a knucklehead. Who don't want to fight, Excuse me, I know if you see a kid get out the car. You know, anger pointing the finger at him. You're snapping. You know, you're at a high volume already driving around in that race car or doom buggy. Your whatever adrenaline level yeah. is high. It's high tolerance. And you see a guy calling you, you out. You know, you're just like, who this kid think he is? You know, maybe he. He don't know I'm tried. Tony Stewart. He, yeah, exactly. And, of course, that probably upset at Tony Stewart. He was probably trying to scare him, not trying not to get too close. But the kid just kept walking in the video. It kept getting closer and closer. He was pointing at him. But he. Yeah. Well. I, I guess when you impaired in some way through some intoxication or or some enhancement, you don't know how close you are getting to that. Like, he was supposed to move. You can't get in the way of a car anywhere. So I, when it first came out, I just thought, this guy's crazy. Why is he getting out of his car? Nobody deserves to get hit and die right. by a car. But are you crazy? These these things are going around in circles. But when I read the uh, the quote from their family, they said everyone was reducing speed. Well, you can reduce speed. You know when you're driving down the freeway, down the highway, mm-hmm. and you have uh, construction. Speed limit might be 55, but when you get close to the uh, construction, it's down to 25. Right. Because they feel that if you accidentally hit one of the construction workers or one of the construction workers don't see you, there's a great chance of that person surviving at 25 miles per hour as opposed to 55 miles per hour. And, that, and that's true. Right. And that's true. So when they say the car was slowing down and and um, Tony Stewart wasn't, <laughs> they feel like there was a negligence on his part and why he wasn't abiding by the rules. And, and then to get, out of, to get out of this, and I'm speculating on all this, that you had to go to who was at fault. Was it Tony Stewart or was it that he got out of his car and his toxication report was high, um, of marijuana was very, very high to impair his judgment? Yeah. I mean, I, I still think you just do not get out the car. You if just, you get out, stay by your car, stay close, point your finger from a distance. Why would you go into oncoming traffic? Because I think this was Kevin's. This was Kevin's playground. This was his field. This is where he he succeeded. Right. Where he and Tony was over there. You're not gonna come out here big time on us. On so he pointed his finger. We don't do this here. Mm-hmm. And I'm again, I'm speculating through this whole thing. We don't do this here. Mm-hmm. So he got a little too close. He got a little too close. Mm-hmm. Got got hit. Tony like, well, well I do what I want to do. Right. According to Ryan Tannehill, Dolphins coach Joe Philbin, who I feel has no clue of what he's doing, is unwilling to endorse Tillman, uh, Tannehill 
as a starter this week. I don't know why he won't tell your starting quarterback that you're starting this week. Miami, one and two, they haven't won since they beat New England in the first week of the season. They lost two straight games by 38 points combined, and they have Oakland this week. Oakland, who is 0-3. I'm glad I don't have anybody on Oakland, um, but I might have somebody playing them. Tony here is 100% correct in his assessment. Philbin is simply wrong. He's trying to figure out, and who's it? Matt Moore. Matt Moore is the backup. So he's trying yeah. to figure out why Matt Moore said, I didn't haven't taken any stamps with the first team. So I don't know why Joe Philbin is doing what he's doing, doing what he's doing and not naming a starter. You Tannehill know, said you know what he's doing. He's an he's an idiot. I you, don't know what he's doing. You know what that coach is doing. He's he, trying to light a fire underneath Ryan Tannehill's behind. Okay, that's that's understandable. If, if we didn't know any of this, but we know right. we know this that Matt Moore say I haven't taken any reps. He, this is out in public. <laughs> I haven't taken the first team reps. Like, why y'all picking me? Yeah. What y'all doing? Uh, I, yeah, what I you talking about? No first one. And Ryan come out, and uh, Ryan come out, Tannehill says, I am the starter this week. So you have contrast now. You have a quarterback who knows he's a starter, believes he's a starter. Matt Moore said, I haven't taken any reps. <laughs> who you going to, not knowing anything, who you going to put in the game knowing football? I'm putting Ryan Tannehill. Of course, he's ready to go. Yeah, he's ready to go. But why is um Phil, intimidated yeah, why right Joe Philbin is saying what he's saying? I didn't think he handled the uh, Richie Carnito uh, case situation well. I think he backtracked, found, tried to cover up, and then got himself in more trouble. And I, I don't think he's – and when you say he's trying to light a fire, I understand that mm-hmm. completely. Uh, but if I didn't, if we didn't know any of this, yeah, I would believe that. But your starting quarterback say, I'm starting. He says, so let me get this straight. The starting quarterback with Miami Dolphins is claiming <laughs> that the coach has major distractions to the team. Philbin just put a distraction to the team. If if I'm looking at this from the outside, which I am, mm-hmm. if I'm playing on that team, I, I don't think when – I, when I played, I didn't read – I didn't do the papers and all that stuff in the news report because it could be up and down. And then if you buy into it, you just uh, – you get lost with it. You get lost with it. Mm-hmm. Then, you just, then it's a reality show for you. <laughs> um, but if I'm on that team and I'm hearing this and seeing this, I'm thinking, what, why are you saying this? We're watching Ryan Tannehill take all the reps. What are you going to do, take all the reps and make him a backup on game day against Oakland because it's Oakland? He he could do that because Oakland is 0-3, and, and I don't think they're a better team than Miami. You feel they like might be. They might be. They but, might be. Please. Nah. They they. Oakland, Oakland might be, but at the same time, I mean, where's this game in Oakland? You don't know. No, I don't. I don't know. I... Tannehill, he's the starter Sunday against Oakland. I don't know why he would say that. I don't know what's all that about that uh, Joe Film. I just don't. I don't know how he got a head coaching job. Like, you hang around, you in a good old boy system. I guess that's how it works. <laughs> of course. <laughs> He had his reasons. Tannehill said Philbin had his reasons for not backing him publicly. Now, you don't back your starting quarter, quarterback publicly. Now you're creating a distraction. Yeah, the game is in Oakland, California. So It's in Oakland? Over. Yeah, it's in Oakland. So that's Miami going all the way on the West Coast. They better leave today. <laughs> What's the, they, they play Sunday. They better they leave. play Sunday. They better leave Friday evening. Have a Saturday walkthrough. You trying to go to Oakland on Saturday – and play a game on Sunday, you asking these guys, you asking these guys to play ten hours from the time they land. 
That's not going to happen. They, well, well, they, they usually like leave that. on Fridays, right? Usually travel to travel day nah, Friday. Depending on who the organization is. I, I know when Buddy Ryan, when we go to New York or something, when we go on the East Coast, we mm-hmm. leave Friday. Mm-hmm. So I got Friday to see my family from Virginia and, and everybody in New York, which I liked, but most coaches don't like to be on the scene too long. They don't like to be on location too long. So we, so they would go. We went Friday with Buddy Ryan. We went Friday. We did a walkthrough Saturday. We, we had a little time. Then it became on schedule with how we would do things if we was playing at home on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You got a chance to go out and eat, do whatever you had to do. Had meetings, laid up to that, position meeting, team meeting, or team meeting, position meetings, mm-hmm. and then you got a curfew. Um, most of us had a curfew, but it depends on if you're in New York. You, mm-hmm. <laughs> But then Vince Tobin comes in, we left on Saturday morning. So I don't know. Oh, wow. Some coach, yeah. We go to New York, we leave Saturday morning. We get there around 3 or 4 o'clock get something to eat, have meetings, and then stay on schedule. But it puts you in the football. You're always doing something football-wise, so it keeps you right. from getting distracted. keeps you from going into the city or something like that to get distracted, get in trouble or whatever, what have you. But if, if Miami Dolphins are going to – and they having this conversation before the game with who's going to be the quarterback or why Philbin, the head coach, is not saying his starting quarterback is starting quarterback this against his 0-3 team Sunday against – Oakland Raiders, uh, they need to go get on the scene. They need, to know, they need to go Friday evening, get there Friday night, get a good night's sleep, have a walkthrough on Saturday, and they're back in their mode. At least they're not getting in town 10 hours from the time they had to play. Right. So that's, that's what I would do. Phil, I think Philbin made the story bigger than it was. I, I mean, I don't – I don't understand why he even making this statement. What it, I mean, is it some background? I mean, I understand he, he said it's some I just don't uh, think he know what issues he's doing. with Ryan Tannehill. Honestly, I don't think Ryan Tannehill has been playing that bad at football. I think he's just trying to get underneath his skin, uh, trying to set a fire underneath Ryan Tannehill's belt. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe he's maybe Tannehill's complaining too much. Or What is he complaining about? Here's what he said. He said this. I don't drop balls in them Dolphins be having. I could, yeah. Playing too. But he, well, he needed to worry about his receivers exactly. and the receiving coach. Who's yeah. the offensive coordinator? He the one should be talking, not the head coach. <laughs> he the one should be talking. But I think this is what um, they're not. And we got to throw Dan Marino into the uh, uh, equation with all this too. Because Dan Marino just got the job over there as one of the head personnel, head personnel, maybe evaluator of, of the head coach and the talent. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's the GM or he's the yeah, I didn't I'm not saying Dan Marino's GM. But Joe Philbin said there's a this is a very important third year for Ryan Tannehill and his growth and he's not he's not seeing what he wanted to see. It's important for everybody in that third year. You want to see what a guy do from his first year to second year, if there's some growth, then you put him in a situation his third year he should have a grasp of the offense. Mm-hmm. Don't don't dumb down the offense for a guy who plays in he was a, I think he went to Texas A&M. Yeah. This is the same offense he ran at Texas A&M. So I'm trying to figure out what the problem is. This is the exact same offense, exact same verbiage. There should be no problem. That's why he came in and was a starter. I think Pendleton was there, if I'm not mistaken. Pendleton was there who, came, who was in Jacksonville. I know Matt Moore is there. Matt Moore is a serviceable backup. But I don't understand why there's the the growth. 
the growth of uh, Ryan Tannehill. This is the same offense he ran in Texas. So maybe it's other people around him not getting it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I just think uh, – I mean, obviously, you know good and well Tannehill's going to start Sunday when it comes down to it. I mean, this guy Matt Moore had to take any reps with the ones. He proudly came out and said it to the media, like, look, check this out. I haven't one, ran one rep with these guys yeah. probably since camp. And he is a valuable. He's a great backup quarterback. He did his thing back in Carolina. I like Matt Moore. Um, he could, he can. I think he can play. He can start in the NFL. Um, but Tannehill, he's playing good ball. He knows the offense better. He's young. He's been the starter for the past two seasons. It's Oakland. You're going to get over three. Going against over three Oakland team. You should be able to bounce back. We're gonna come back to a quick break. Talk a little. Uh, Thursday night football. Demi Lachey, Kwame Lachey of the Sports Hall. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine, from the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week. Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Quarmelite Sports Talk. Last segment of the show, we're going to talk a little Thursday night football after I talk about my fantasy. I'm one and two. Cam Newton, who I feel who hasn't, I don't know how, I don't know how professional he wants to be or how gr- great he want to be. And, I, and I'm a Cam great. Newton. I'm a Cam Newton. You seen fan. him last year? He wants to be great. He didn't want to be great. You see them pants he was last wearing? year. He was he last year. On, he was great quarterback. He had on. He wants to be great. He, you see those pants he was wearing? You didn't see pictures of those pants he was wearing? <laughs> you couldn't have seen those pictures. Don't judge the man off his pants. You see D Wade pants? The same thing. You see Russell Wilson, Russell Russell Westbrook's pants? Craziness. They're not Paul George's pants. They craziness. all. They all. It's swag, man. That ain't no. That ain't no swag. That's swag. Cam it Newton. My swag, but it's swag. Cam Newton and Baltimore Ravens played the. Uh, Cam, Cam Newton, Carolina Panthers played the Baltimore Ravens. Steve Smith on his get back. Ooh, Rod Tidwell coming. Playing and back. I got. I got to decide. And we just got finished talking about Ryan Tannehill. I've just decided with all this going on, mm-hmm. I'm starting Ryan Tannehill. Cause he's gonna get, he's going out to Oakland. He's going out to Oakland, and he's gonna take care of some business. 
It's a one o'clock game, Sunday, and Cam Newton and everything I think he is or want to be or I'm hoping him to be, I'm just – I ain't seeing it. He's, he's too many antics, too many antics. Uh, yeah, he has and, and I bet you he gets off this week because I'm not going to start him. Matter of fact, I'm changing it right now. <laughs> you can't think like that, man. You got to – He's out of stick there. Stick to it. I just changed Put it. Put Tannehill in. Stick to that. Don't think about Cam Newton because he's going to struggle against Baltimore because the game is in Baltimore. I don't think Cal Randolph was Cal Randolph, my tight end. I don't think he's playing. And and I know um, – what's it, Norm? What's the, what's the uh, office coordinator over there? I can't even think of that. For? Minnesota. Dang, he's a, he's a, he's a good guy. Hey, Coach, I, I just can't think of – I can't think of anybody's names, but – he liked to use the tight end. Why can't I think of his name? Yes. Any, anyway, um, Cal, but Cal has a um, what is it? I think Cal Rudolph has a uh, man. Is it a hip pointer or something? He has or knee or something? He's not going. He might be out for six weeks for the Vikings. For the Vikings, he's out for six weeks. And then my backup oh, tight man. end, Jared Cook, they got a bye week. So now I got to cut somebody and pick up a tight end. Well. I, I got it's time to dig in that bench. Who, uh, you know what? I bet somebody got Washington tight end. Kirk Cousins go get him the ball. Yeah, I mean Minnesota. You know they they got a backup tight end who might step up this week. Yeah, for Teddy, but for young have, Teddy, to throw uh, to Teddy. Better use his uh. He better hand the ball off and dump it off. He better throw the ball to Cordell Patterson. I know that. Well, he gonna close his eyes and throw deep. <laughs> That's about all no, they got. need to do. I mean, you know, yeah, you're right. He he does. They do have uh, North Turner there. North so Turner. Yeah. North Turner will find ways. He he always does. As a office coordinator, as a head coach, he he's he's nah. average. Yeah, head coach, he's average. Uh, as an office coordinator, he's outstanding. He's the best in the business. <laughs> and he left Cleveland, took a lateral job, which I think is lateral to move up to move up and out somewhere else, mm-hmm. because I don't think he was gonna get that type of. Wait, when you, but when you look at Cleveland, you think like Noah could have did great things with those guys. He could have did some magic with that Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, what they doing over there? Look at yeah, all the Michigan. There's three yeah. Michigan State quarterbacks. There's three Michigan State quarterbacks that was balling out, and they weren't projected it. Well, I think I guess the uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback, Kirk Cousins, Drew Stanton, mm-hmm. balling, mm-hmm. balling. You want a quarterback? You better go to Michigan State. <laughs> With Mark D'Antonio running the show over there, Mark yeah. Antonio has about. I think he want to. I think he want to coach about four more years over Michigan State, and then he's gonna shut it down. Where he gonna go after that? He's just gonna shut it down. I mean, he might. He might be tired, man. He got, he got his daughter and his family and all that. Mm-hmm. It's a family man. He loves the sport though. But you got, you got to remember, two years ago though, he had a heart attack. I think it was the Notre Dame game. He's one of my favorite coaches, if not yeah, the like favorite like of all him. time in the history I of like ever. Mark D'Antonio. He's, he's a player's he's, coach too. Yeah, you know, man, he's, he's close he, to a lot of his players. Yeah, but you don't want to make him. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want to make him upset. But he got your back. Definitely, he has your back. You don't want to make him upset. But I guess it's like I guess it could be anybody. But depending on your relationship, you establish with that person. Hmm. Ask uh, Michigan, Michigan, University of Michigan. What's going on up there? Yeah, he said he told me some things about um, um, Ohio State coach when he was in Florida. I might, he might know he was at he was at uh, Ohio State about how they trade film and what he does when he trade films, but that's an off the air conversation. Mm-hmm. I bench 
Cam Newton. I benched Jamal Charles. He's talking about playing. He got a high ankle sprain. You're a running back. Man, no, get out of here. Don't do it. Turbin is uh, Robert Turbin, and uh, he's on a uh, bye week. I should have put a Jonathan Grimes in. I had uh, Steven Jackson, and I benched him last week, and he got off. He got off with about 11, 12-something points. Other than that, he's been getting me four, five. Now he's starting this week. Ryan, here's my lineup. Okay. If you, since you asked. <clears throat> yeah, I was wondering when we were going to get to it. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, Steven Jackson, Chris Ivory, Randall Cobb, Vincent Jackson. Oh, my goodness. I can't get rid of him. <laughs> you got to find somebody. I, there's, nobody, I, there's nobody. I can't. There's plenty of receivers that's starting on Sunday. Kyle Randolph. I try to trade. See, I can only trade positions. I can't get it. I don't have a flex player, as you would say. And mm-hmm. I got T.Y. Hilton. That's your flex, T.Y. Oh, you got three no, receivers? No, I got three receivers. Okay. I'm running the Kings, but I'm running uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm running 11 personnel. Yeah. That's it. And then who's my – well. And then defense. My, here's my bench players. Cam Newton, Jamal Charles, Jonathan Grimes, Robert Turbin, uh, Donnie Avery. I should bring Donnie Avery for um, Vincent Jackson and Jerry Cook. That's what Wait, I should is do. T.Y. Hilton playing this weekend? Yeah, they, yeah. Well, he got hurt. Yeah, he, got, he hurt his foot last week. No, he played. Playing against Tennessee, he better play. That's to get his numbers up. Yeah. He better play. I know that much. But then I can bring in uh, Donnie Avery at Kansas City. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you got who you got tonight? I got, I'm going to tell you who I got before. Because I know you're going to pick what I'm gonna pick anyway, so I'm just going to go first. No, I'm going to go first because no, okay. you're going to pick what I'm going to pick. Go. And so the game is in Washington, correct? Game is in Washington. And the New York football giants are coming to town. They're playing. They're bringing their defense, too, and a, a, a better grasp of the offense for Eli Manning. Go ahead. Was that to, to make me nervous? No, I'm just telling you how it was going to happen. This, this can be – this is a conference divisional. Now you're making me think more. Eli. This is a divisional run. Yeah. Eli has Eli. Been, he got a better grasp of this West Coast nonsense that they were running. That West Coast can be defeated so easy, but neither here nor there. You got to protect them still. No RG3. Okay. <laughs> That's even better for Washington. <laughs> RG3 well, you is not throwing playing. throwing out all this non, this, these antics. So RG3 is not playing again for Washington unless he's a backup. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's not playing again. They're going to trade Kirk Cousins. They're going to keep him there. Well, because they, they idiots, and, and, yeah. uh, and I call them idiots for this reason, because you got RG. It's the reason why you dropped him high, because he, he, he is very, very dynamic, RG3. But he wins ball games. Yes. Who? RG3. Okay. I'm gonna move past that comment. He doesn't win ball games. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is a great quarterback. Can play in all. He 30, can play on all 32 teams. But does he win? Yes. No. He doesn't lose. He, he started. He's what? a pitcher who has no decision. Last season was his second year in the NFL. He started who, every Cousins? game, but what three or four? Yes. They drafted him RG3, the same time they drafted RG3. I understand that. This is third year. <laughs> RG3 came in. RG3's first season. He dominate. Led him to the playoffs. Look, you know why. RG three second season and Kirk Cousins. Nobody expected Kirk Cousins that. was the starter majority of the season. They didn't make the playoffs. They the NFC the East stinks. They're one and two right now. Dallas, <laughs> Philadelphia, Giants, and Washington. That conference stinks. But they know each other. So RG three, yeah, RG three comes in dynamic as he, as he is, pleasing as he want to be. He came in, and got it done. What was it? Eight and eight. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Okay, yeah. that ain't. No, I think what, they were ten and six. Yeah, how they about won a nine? division. They, they did win a division. Six. Yeah, they was they went ten and six. It's I don't see. Okay, when I see that they're in different systems, and I'm I'm trying to 
argue my case before you pick your team. I'm trying to argue my case. Please, save yourself. I, I look at the quarterbacks <laughs> when they come in. I'm looking at RG3, I'm looking at Andrew Luck, I'm looking at Ryan Tanny. I'm looking at all these guys that, when they come in. Yeah. I'm trying to put them in order. Like, who can play everywhere, anywhere? If I, if I move RG3 to another team, he's going to be a receiver. <laughs> he's going to be a receiver. My goodness, really? The same way they took that boy out of yeah. Michigan oh, and, yeah, and made him Robinson. Ron Robinson, who's a, who can quarterback, but he's like 5'10". He's Drew Brees' size, but he looks better at running back. He looks better at the slot. I could do more with him at that position. I do. I do less with him at quarterback. Right. He can only be stationed pretty much. And, and I can't. Things. Yeah. And RG three. I don't even know as quick as as fast as he is. But he has an arm. He does. His arm is. He, He's trying to do too much. He's trying to look too pretty to do it. Win <laughs> ugly. Win ugly. He's gonna figure that out. He he won. I hope he does. I, Cause I see yeah. him over here at uh, at athlete's performance or EXO, what mm-hmm. it is now. And I'm back there training the DBs, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it sounds like a swarm of bugs, gnats. You know how that that noise like. Zzz. Mm-hmm. He's throwing the football. That's him throwing the football. That that guy can throw. Mm-hmm. Tight sparrow. Mm-hmm. Zooms through the air. I'm like, God, I can't wait to watch him play. Mm-hmm. He works out over there. Had his. But then was his girlfriend, fiance, mm-hmm. now his wife. Los Angeles, California, here he come. Um, throwing the ball the way he throws the ball. I, I, so I'm excited. I know he got everything he needs, but what in your third year, you're putting it together. He messed up his second year trying to please everybody, trying to come back and play hurt right. and let Shanahan run him up and run him up. Shanahan was going to leave anyway. Stay hurt, couldn't come back, overcompensated for that knee, right. tore his ankle up. You just you try to get back right. You mentally is the tough part of getting back on the football field. So all that being said, New York, Washington Redskins <laughs> Thursday night football. I'm taking Washington at home. Yeah, see, uh, I knew you was gonna pick the team. I'll pick. Go ahead. I'm taking Washington at home. I'll give you even a score: thirty-one seventeen, Washington at home, because of Kirk Cousins. He's gonna get the job done. Thirty-one twenty-four. I take Washington. Because it's going to be some overlaps. It's going to be close. Relapse. Mm-hmm. But Washington's going to win. I really, you know what? I'm taking that. Erase that score. Erase okay. that score. Because that defense in Washington, they're not going to run. You're not going to be able to run the football on them. The New York Giants are not going to be able to run. They're going to be one dimensional. You're not going to be able to run the football. Here's my new score 27 17. 27 17. 10 points. Giants. No, Washington. Okay. Just making sure. John's gonna lose. Just making sure. John's gonna John's gonna lose this one at home. They're gonna lose this one at home. Where you watching the game? I mean, I got a I got a lot. You know, I know where I'm watching the game. I got it. I got man. Starting tonight, I got isogenics. I got an event. I got my whole weekend is done. This 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 has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of those things. <laughs> this has nothing to do with me. I, I, I'm staying at the wigwam. I think. Mm-hmm. And then I got to go. And then I got Colangelo's event. I need me. I need a secretary. Or oh, I need to. <laughs> I do, for real. I'm, I'm not even lying. I'm not even that big time. I need a secretary. Yeah, I'm not even that big time. On. That's it, man. I don't know. I, I just, I got to, I got to figure this out. Because I can't. With I can't. the price of fame. I ain't nobody fame. Ain't no fame. <laughs> I mean, fame. I, what I want to come to fame is the fortune. <laughs> not my, my not my accessibility for everybody else. 
Forget that. That's garbage. <laughs> All right, man. We're going we're gonna to get out of here. You, you know what? I'll be calling in tomorrow, too. Okay. So you got somebody. You want to tell them guys come in? Yeah, tell them. Yeah, tell them to make that trip. Turn up. Whoever. Yeah, turn up. Yeah, <laughs> tell, tell, tell turn up. up to come in here. We'll turn up. I'll turn All up. All right. That's all. Oh, I'm gonna have Spivey call in one or the other. I, I make. I want you in here by yourself. Scared to death. No man, I'm never scared. Kwamala Sports Talk, Demi Lachey. <laughs> we will talk with you guys tomorrow on some up to date sports and the Washington Redskins Giants game. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.